Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. Rob Kendall's on vacation, kind enough to uh, get on a horn here and go off the rails. Rob, how are you? Great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't know how your vacation's going, but uh, Joe Biden's vacation looks awesome. Virgin Islands, St. Croix, <laughs> in the middle of a giant snowstorm, open border, and, uh, and a, a crisis with the airlines, and Joe Biden takes off to uh, the Virgin Islands. I'm old enough to remember when Ted Cruz did the same thing last year. Remember when he went to Cancun? And uh, he was vilified, raked over the coals because of all the bad weather in Texas. Well, isn't it interesting, whether it's the Santos guy or the thing, as you mentioned, with Biden and and Ted Cruz, whenever it's a Republican, they will dig and dig and dig and dig. And the Santos guy is a total loser. But why is the Santos guy any different than Elizabeth Warren or Ilhan Omar or countless other Democrats when there's absolutely nothing that ever gets done about it. And you would act, they act like the Santos guy was the, the dude on the grassy knoll at this point. So to talk about Santos for a second, this is a guy that's, uh, you know, representing now like 700,000 people in his district in New York, but was kind of, he's just kind of a liar. He's this Republican that got elected, but, you know, his resume's, you know, bunk, right? Well, and you may remember in the hit uh, uh, 80s film, Ernest Saves Christmas, in which they don't believe that uh, Santa Claus is Santa Claus. They keep calling him Mr. Santos. And so every time I, uh, every time I hear the name Santos, I think of the, uh, the, hit, uh, I believe, uh, the hit film, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, well, so, so, why, so how did he win? Why didn't Democrats beat this guy? I mean, well, what, what does any of it happen at this point? I mean, I know. Michael, here's the thing. I, I, none of it matters. These people are all, for the most part, just wholly ridiculous. I mean, I saw a thing yesterday, and I put this up at Robin Kendall on Twitter, in which Victoria Sparks is using taxpayer money to run ads on Facebook, not as her campaign, but as a, as a U.S. representative. And the ad literally said, should we defend the Second Amendment, Nigel? <laughs> a U.S. representative is using taxpayer money to run ads on Facebook asking, should we defend the Second Amendment? Uh, I call her I don't out, know. what do you know, Nigel? A day later, it's a totally different ad. So <laughs> th- 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 these people are all ridiculous. I just despise almost every single one of them, and they're all hypocritical. They, they, they really are. I mean, how does Maxine Waters end up in a $4 million house living outside her district? How does Nancy Pelosi... Uh, you know, have, have a nine-figure income working as uh, a longtime person in Congress. It's it's completely transparent. They're all corrupt, and uh, you do a better job than a lot of people is seeing right through it. 
Well, but the, but the problem is it's a, they are bipartisan offenders, right? Yes, the Santos yes. guy is a pathological liar and should be kicked out of Congress. But so should Chief Lion Warren. So, so should Ilhan Omar. I mean, all of these people lie, they deceive, they manipulate. And yet when it's a Democrat like Elizabeth Warren, who literally lied about her Native American heritage, which escalated her to the United States Senate, yes. and on top of that, for decades, got jobs, got bonuses, got pay, got all sorts of things she wasn't entitled to. Not a word about that. But when it's a Republican, well, he's got to go. I mean, Joe Biden's been lying and plagiarizing his entire life, and he's the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> he had an entire campaign derailed for president, and he that nothing happens. These people are all ridiculous. They almost all of them should go. But it is amazing how the it media is, is not going to stop on the Santos guy. What did you think of? Uh, I, I thought this was pretty funny. The the January sixth committee, this this sham, this show trial that's been going on at the cost of uh, millions of dollars, taxpayer dollars. They uh, they dropped the uh, Trump subpoena. Remember, it was big news. They, they get a subpoena Donald Trump, haul him in in front of the like he would have ever come to testify anyway. But they actually they actually dropped the subpoena and Trump was was bragging about it today on social media. I mean, overall, just what an incredible waste of time this this committee was. No witnesses were cross examined. No witnesses for the defense. No opposition view of the evidence. You know, no, no. I don't even think there, there there were no members on this committee that that didn't vote for impeachment. What do you think? Well, but they were largely successful, and this is the problem. Society keeps rewarding people for doing terrible, awful things, and you get the government you deserve. The, the whole intention of the January 6th committee was to soil Trump, yes. to make anybody associated with Trump a total poison. And if you look at the results of the election and how the Trump candidates did, this was very, very, very successful. Again, not a finger's been lifted to find out what happened in Portland or Seattle or Chicago or Indianapolis or New York or fill in your favorite metropolitan city, which far worse things happen there than happened in Washington, D.C. No question. Well, baby, you have just terrible, awful people who run this country. We've put them there. They are horrific, and they will continue to do horrific things until we stop it, and we keep voting for them. So we really have no one to blame but ourselves. And one of the other, there's a couple other big national items I, I want to ask you about. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting that uh, Justice Gorsuch sided with uh, with the libs on the the Title 42 thing. Uh, I'm glad Title 42 is in place, keeping um, you know tens of thousands of migrants from. Uh, coming into the uh, the country illegally, but Gorsuch was like, and I have a feeling I, I I agreed with him. I was like, hey, this isn't this isn't our problem. This is it's not our, this is Congress's problem. They need to change the policy. We we're not in the business of this. Um, what did you think of that whole thing? Well, he's probably right. And Gorsuch next to Alito is probably the best justice on the Supreme Court from a purely libertarian standpoint. I think he certainly is. Here's the problem, though. Biden and the Democrats can't decide whether the pandemic's over or not. Yeah. Because on one hand, you've got Biden saying, well, the, the, you know, the pandemic's over. But then on the other hand, you've got other places that are threatening to start masking again. I know when I went to the doctor's office the other day, people were still required to wear masks again. Oh, yeah. uh, so, you, so you can't say, well, it's totally over because we're still, at least in, in terms of public education or uh, edicts by local governments, 
or you know doctor's offices there once again making you do things that would insinuate the pandemic's over. So while I agree with him that the Congress should take care of this, well, you can't really say there's no threat. At least the government is telling you there's still clearly a threat of COVID. Yeah, I, I was at the. I took my kid to the doctor the other day, emergency clinic for strep throat, and we had to. I looked like an idiot almost. I walked in, me and him walked in, and and we're filling out the paperwork. And I guess there was signage all over the place saying you must put on a mask. And finally, the lady behind the counter goes, "Sir, can you put on a mask, please?" I'm like, "Oh, I, I didn't even. I hadn't put on a mask for for a year." So, so you're absolutely right. Uh, Joe Biden on 60 Minutes walking in that Detroit car show. Oh, yeah, COVID's over. Like he waved his, yeah, COVID, and then Fauci the next day. Now the pandemic's not over. Uh, I feel so much better about myself, Nige, because we did the same thing. We were to the elevator, and I looked around, and it's like one of those scenes in the movies where, like, everything around you stops, and you're noticing. <laughs> yeah. And I told my wife, I said, Everyone has a mask on here except for us. And I, if it would have been, Nigel, if it had been me, I need, I would have just kept going, but I really need yeah. this baby to get delivered by a professional. <laughs> and as such, I figured we, we, better, we better not. <laughs> yeah, man. How's, uh, how's the wife doing? How's she feeling? Well, she's been very well behaved, so I keep letting her eat and uh, <laughs> I keep, I keep taking care of her. And uh, knock on wood, so far, so good. Hey, uh, does um, our transportation secretary, does he actually do anything? Like, has Pete Buttigieg accomplished anything? We played audio earlier of him on some late night talk show, James Corden, uh, over the summer. He's like, oh, things by the air, you know, the airlines will be fine by the holidays. I mean, it's, he's on tape. He's he's ignored letters from attorney generals saying, "Hey, we've got a problem here." Does does he has he accomplished anything in his time as Treasury Secretary other than taking a six month paternity leave? Well, well to quote the uh, great philosopher Eminem, uh, Pete Buttigieg is great at portraying himself as what Eminem once called an innocent victim because he is never responsible for anything that happens, never. and the the Biden administration, and again. We let them get away with it, right? We keep allowing them to get away with it. We keep not punishing people at the ballot box. And so what Buttigieg is great about is being a totally incompetent buffoon who you wouldn't let run a Shoney's if your life depended on it. And yet this, this guy just will waltz out there, whether it's baby formula whether oh, yeah. it's transportation, yep. whether it's transportation again, whether it's supply chain, it's always someone else's fault. And he always waltzes out like this strong man threatening other people when he is at the crux of all of these problems because he's totally incompetent. Can I get you to stick around for one more segment? I wanted to ask you about the, um, the Indiana Department of Education. They need more money. And let me let me take a break. We'll come back with a segment segment here. Rob Kendall here on the Hammer and Nigel show.